I'm Samuel G. Davey, and welcome to The Director's Notebook. Today I sat down with Sean Patrick Dolan, a Toronto-based TV, film, and theater actor who has been featured on shows like The Hardy Boys, Wayne, and the musical Dear Evan Hansen. We focus on the difference in between theater and film, which results in some pretty interesting conversations about preparation and the actor-director relationship. Enjoy the show. Sean Patrick Dolan, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. First of all, you and I have been friends for a very, very long time, and yeah, it makes sense that you are the first person I have on my show. And so, honestly, I also wanted to just express some gratitude to you before we, we start, uh, because you might as well be the very reason that I'm making this podcast right now, because like we started making films together when we were... I don't know, 10 years old. Man, I honestly, yeah, I feel like I have memories of us making some kind of like project or films um, pretty much as long as we've known each other. Yeah, exactly. Well, and as, that's long as, like, as long as we've had cameras, you know? Like, yeah, as soon yeah. as we had phones or whatever, like iPods that had cameras on them, we were making stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. The the classic red Sony uh, Handycam. Yeah, man, I still uh, have that. Yeah? Yeah, I do. <laughs> we'll have to use it for a film one day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that kind of brings me to my first question. Uh, as you said, like we've been making films for about as long as I can remember, and I want to know like how you got into it first of all. Man, I mean, I think the first memory I have acting was was just like acting in a school play. I think I have I have this funny story of um, you know like so my mom taught at Montessori, right, which is where we met, going to Montessori together. And um, I started going to school really young because my, my mom would have to go to work so she couldn't take care of me at home. And uh, so I was like two or three. Um, and uh, I just would refuse to go to school in the afternoons. Like I'd be fine through the morning <laughs> and then we'd get to recess. I'd have a good recess and then I'd be like, that's enough. Like I'm done. I'm done with this. And uh, my mom would send me down um, to watch the older kids like rehearsing the shows just as something to do. And um I remember thinking that was super fun just watching that and I would like get up and dance around and do what they were doing and stuff. And then um, they actually just put me in that show for fun um, at the very end because I just watched all the rehearsals for the the whole thing. And then honestly, man, since then, I've just like loved doing it. That's how that's how I got into the acting part anyway. And I've definitely like always loved making my own films and stuff. And, and, and I feel like just like creating stuff. And, and also, I mean, with films we would make, we were the actors, right? Like we would do everything. And, um, yeah, that's definitely, I think that like, it was just kind of a thing I liked doing at school and like I would be in school plays and whatever. And then, uh, and then it's all a blur and here we are, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. Just kept doing it. Just I, kept I doing guess, it. man. Yeah. Like, I don't really know. It's a weird thing to think about, honestly, cause I don't really like have a moment that I remember being like, this is what I want to do. Or like, I love doing this and I'm going to do it for my whole life. You know what I mean? I just kind of started doing it when I was a kid and, and like literally we're just here now, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember uh, reading this book on editing by Walter Murch and he was saying like, it's so interesting the people that start their, their journey or like their career, even as a young kid and just keep doing it. I feel like those are just very like, raw relationships with their work. And it goes to show that like, we both really care about what we do. And I think Absolutely, that's super man. interesting. Yeah. And it's also, you have to, um, it, it can be interesting because you have to remind yourself sometimes, I think that, that you love 
doing it right because like if you don't have this moment where you decide this is what I'm going to do like I'm going to you know, I've never done this before. I'm going to go to school for it and then come out of school and start doing it. Um, and you just kind of have always been doing it. It can kind of feel like a second nature. And it's like important, I think, to just remember that you love doing what you're doing and you're lucky to be doing it. And if you think that and that's not true, then reevaluate, you know what I mean? Like if you feel like you're just kind of caught up in it, if you've been doing it for like, I definitely know people that have acted as kids and then just decide that they don't want to do it anymore because they just don't have that same passion for it. You know, yeah, they got it all yeah, out of them. Exactly, yeah, they got it all out of the way. But you and I, I think it's like, it's, man, I have movies for sure on computers somewhere in my house. Yeah, we that, gotta find those that like prove that we we have like we're just so passionate about it. You know, you can you can tell <laughs> yeah. in these videos like the amount of work, man, and hours we would put into those films. Like, it's what we did. Honestly, that's just, we would hang out and and make films. Absolutely, and let's just keep doing that. I know that's the <laughs> dude. That's the plan. Like, I don't want to. I I, I want to just keep doing that, and uh, hopefully, just more and more people see them as they get better. <laughs> yeah, and um, kind of along those lines, as you were as you were talking about earlier, uh, so you have obviously many many talents, and you've been doing TV, film, and theater. And the first uh, first question I, I wanted to ask you about that is how your approach sort of differs from theater to TV and film. Right. Um, I think, I mean, the best part about talking about this kind of stuff, I got to say, man, is I uh, like I don't know anything. I feel like I know nothing, which is awesome. Right. Because sitting here talking to you about it kind of like forces me to actually think about. Th that kind of thing do you know what I mean because I don't mm -hmm. uh, like I don't really have formal training or anything and I've like figured it out from doing it you know um that being said like I think that my approach it actually is pretty consistent no matter what I'm doing and it it depends on your role and and the goal of what you're trying to do I guess but for me usually it's just about like finding the the absolute truth in the character that I'm playing that's the most important thing like that's the foundation of it and then what would differ between, you know, acting on screen versus acting in a theater is how you portray that out to the audience. Like the difference being, you know, there's a camera a foot away from your face or there's a room with 2000 people that all need to understand how you're feeling. But like, at, you know, at the end of the day, the first thing that I'm doing and the consistent, the most consistent part, I think, is is just finding the truth like in that person. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think. So, so I mean, that being said, you know, like if I'm approaching a musical role or something, um, usually you have a lot more time, like, you know, in advance that you're going to be doing it. Um, so there's a lot, um, as far as approaching playing the role, there's a lot that goes into preparing for that physically and also mentally to be doing something every day, like, especially if you have to sing or dance or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of prep that goes into that kind of stuff that doesn't necessarily always happen with screen because like man I've I've definitely gotten a call and been like you know you got this job it's quick and then the next day you have a fitting and then two days later you're doing it on set you know um definitely but but yeah I mean the as far as approaching like the actual acting part of it um I think that again like it depends on the role that you're playing I think but um but my my approach is pretty much the same like I would just probably spend some time trying to figure out who the person is and 
how they feel or what what how they fit into the story that I'm going to be a part of and all that kind of stuff was would be where I would start and then everything else kind of comes later you know yeah I actually have a question about that yeah um is that something that I mean I know you'd spend a lot of time doing that yourself but sorry I live beside a a highway (laughs) oh yeah true um if you could hear the car yeah but what I was saying was I was wondering if you do that like mainly on your own or if you actually usually have a lot of time to sit down with the director because when I look at a script I am trying to find you know like the midpoints and the different spots for for blocking and stuff like that and I was wondering if you hash that sort of stuff out with the director right um and you're talking about uh, film or screen? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like either. Honestly, yeah, totally. But, uh, totally if man. you wanna, if you wanna delve into screen, yeah, it's I think, totally cool. I think it's um, that's that's another really interesting thing to talk about because again, it's very different um, when you're talking about screen versus theater because um, usually you don't really have that time with the director on set. Like you, you can do a whole audition process, do your fittings, show up, get on set and still have not met the director. You know what I mean? And you literally like you, you show up at five in the morning and you go through and you do all, you get all ready and you literally meet them for the first time right before you're going to start blocking the scene. But in theater, you usually have like, you have a rehearsal process where you have that time to kind of, you know, talk about the show and the characters and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I like, it depends on the size of the role too. I mean, I think on screen, if you're just showing up for like two lines, then, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to, you just right. like do what the director says and you know, it's pretty quick. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like there definitely is the nice thing about, you know, screen as you, I'm sure know very well, it takes a long time to do anything like set up your cameras and set up the lighting and they have to do all that. So there, there definitely is time to, to kind of flesh all those things out with the director. Um, but it, it moves pretty fast, man. Like, you know what I mean? There's not, um, there's a lot of people there getting paid and they're trying to move forward as fast as they can. Do you know what I mean? So it's pretty, I, I think that usually in, in my experience anyway, usually you'll just block a scene and kind of just run it and then you flesh stuff out if there's issues. But there's also definitely been times where you've been like, all right, blocked it. Let's do it. Let's kind of see how it goes. And then the director goes, sweet. That's great. Let's shoot it. You think they benefit one another? Uh, film and and theater I think that um, I I think they do absolutely and I think that um, it's interesting I think um, a lot of really great screen actors that that you know have had big long careers they often started off in either like theater school or doing um, some kind of theater production which is really interesting um, it's in, like, I think it's a really good foundation for, for people that want to get into screen and stuff. And I mean, yeah, like they, I, I think that the best actors are people that can do a lot of stuff. Like, like, you know, as a director, I would think you're the actor you want to work with is an actor where you can throw anything at them and they can play any role and do anything. Right. And the biggest benefit is if you can, is, is they, I think doing one makes you better at the other, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, I think that a more specific example, you know, if you can get up on a stage and 
make 2,000 people, like, like clearly tell 2,000 people how your character is feeling and, and move them or make them laugh or whatever it is effectively, you, you can then, if you can do that for 2,000 people, you can do it on screen. It's just a matter of figuring out how you're going to communicate it a little bit differently. Do you know what I mean? So I think, you know, right. if you can get really good at that, and then mm-hmm. maybe, and you know, maybe we'll talk about directors kind of helping you pull your performance back a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's the foundation's the same. Like, like they, right. It's they definitely uh, benefit each other. It's just about how you're going to communicate it. Yeah. It's almost like a, a confidence game. If you can, if you can be acting in front of that many people yeah. and, you know, confident in your, in your role, you can, you can bring it down with the director and become more more of a subtle actor yeah absolutely right and i mean another talking about that too the confidence and how they benefit each other i know i know actors that'll act on screen and they think oh man i could never get up in front of a thousand people two thousand people and and do a show like that's scary that that's live and all those people are there because you know on screen you can always just cut and do it again but i feel the total opposite man like you get up on stage it's the audience is one thing like you can't really see them i don't it's not 2000 individual people it's they're just one thing and they're just kind of there in the dark but man screen like there's like a hundred crew members just watching you and you're thinking like man what are they do they think i suck like what is because they can't react right like no one's because they they don't want to distract you and they can't make any noise obviously and all that kind of stuff like i think it's way way scarier <laughs> especially in in comedy you yeah, know man. you you try to like you pull a one-liner out and no one on the set's allowed to laugh and i feel like me personally my mind would just go straight to oh that must not have been funny but it's the job of everyone else to keep their cool yeah absolutely yeah, that's, that's, well, that's really interesting yeah and that's such a huge part of um like i of being an actor too i think when when people are, are casting a project, like you can go in and kill the scene and do and have a really great audition, but they're also thinking like, okay, can this person show up every day and and perform like under the pressure of a set, right? Which is there's a lot there's a lot going on, like there's a lot of pressure. Um, but yeah, I think that's somewhere where you know having theater experience would benefit being on screen because if you have the confidence and you can kind of control your your nerves and to get up in front of a, an audience live and perform, you'll probably have an easier time dealing with those nerves on set as well. You know, definitely. Now I kind of want to switch gears and talk about getting scripts. Yeah. Your agent tells you to do a self tape. How do you approach a script that you don't really know anything about? Like, right. What's the first thing that you do when you look at a script? Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that happens all the time. I mean, sometimes you get an audition and they send like if it's a film, they'll send the whole script, which is awesome. But uh, like I would say the majority of the time that is not what happens. So you're you're almost always doing that, right? Like you're trying to figure out what you're going to do and what the scene means without a whole lot of context. Um and I mean, kind of like I was talking about before, usually what I'm just trying to do is well, the first thing I would do is read it a bunch of times, right? But um Usually what I'm trying to do is just find the, tr- like the, the most honest truth that I can in that scene. I'm just like, find the little things that, um, that I think 
I can relate to and that I think the character might be feeling. Um, you know, you, you got to look at the classic, you know, what happened right before the scene and, you know, what are my objectives and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what's interesting about when, when you get when you get sides, right, and you don't have the context, I just feel like there's so much more that that um, directors, producers, casting directors are looking at in your audition than like the words on the page. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I don't think. I think that when when they're looking through all the audition tapes, they're not thinking like, okay, who said the right words and who or who messed up their words or whatever. They're just trying to see who the person is and what they've done with the character and how like honest it is. I think you know what I mean. You can like you can really tell because that's when the when you watch a movie and and the performance is amazing, um, or you're moved by it or whatever. It's usually just because it's so it feels so honest, right? Like it feels true what the person is saying. Like you don't feel like they're, they're making yeah, it up at all. Believable. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. That it, that is really interesting because I also think that it's obviously about a look and maybe they read the scene completely different than the direction that they wanted to go with, but it was bold and they're looking for somebody who can do that and have the confidence for that. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that that's what, um, I think you're exactly right. I think that, you know, you, you get, you get a script and it's, that's your opportunity to do something. So you have to do something with it. You know what I mean? And even if it's wrong, like you're saying, like it doesn't, I don't think that they're watching that tape going, you know, oh, I have an exact thing in my, in my brain. Like this is exactly how I want the actor to say it. And I'm just going to pick the person that says it that way. It's more about they're trying to find the actor that they want to work with and they want to be playing the role, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, like I think it's an opportunity, every audition is an opportunity, right? It's just an opportunity to, to act and to like get to act and to show what you can do. So yeah, I think that, I think that's very true. You want to do something I mean, and doing something bold doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like loud, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be huge, but you want to make just like, you want to make choices that are clear, right? Cause it yeah. shows, it shows the, whoever's watching and I'm, I'm sure sometimes it's just the casting director. Sometimes it's the director, the producers, everybody, you know, um, you want to just show them what what you can do as an actor and an audition is just an opportunity to show them that like you're given this scene and these are the these are the choices that I make you know what I mean and you want them to be clear um and yeah that's like that being said I think you know just going back to the question of what's the first thing you do with the script like that's definitely not the first thing I would do I don't think like <laughs> I don't just read the scene and go okay like I'm gonna say this word like this and like make these big choices I just spend the time like I keep coming back to just like, you know, reading it out loud and trying to kind of hear the truth in it and stuff. Like I like reading, I like reading scenes out loud, all the, the, not just the character I'm auditioning for just to hear it said out loud and saying it different ways to, uh, as if it was just a conversation I was like overhearing. Do you know what I mean? To really just kind of figure out the most natural way that I think it would sound you're kind of figuring out the intentions of the other actors as well. Is yeah. that kind of what you mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's, um, that's definitely, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, I want to understand the scene completely if I can. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't just want to be selfish for the character I'm auditioning for. Cause I think that understanding, um, understanding everyone's kind of intentions and their goals and stuff can be really helpful because then you you kind of can figure out, um, how your character fits into it. 
your the role that you're auditioning for like it it fits into a bigger thing obviously right like it's not just all about you as that character like you're you got to figure out like what your purpose is in kind of the, the the scene or like if it's a movie like what's your purpose in the whole thing you know what I mean like and um that's what's so interesting about auditioning as you said is sometimes you're not given that context um in which case man you just gotta make it up you know what I mean? Like you just have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to just figure out what works for you for the audition and try to give like a great audition and, you know. Yeah. I like how, how you said it was just an opportunity, Yeah, you know, yeah. because I feel like there are so many elements that are out of your control. Like, oh, you uh, have the wrong color of eyes and, but you killed the audition, you know? And uh, that's why I think it's, it's really important to look at it as if you're I mean, exactly how you put it. It's just an opportunity to act and to be acting in front of people, which is ultimately, if you're an actor, it's probably what you want to do. Yeah, man. So. And also, you know, that it's just an opportunity to to show what you can do. And also, even if you don't book it, people are still watching it, right? Like you, if, if, it go, if it makes it through to the producers and they all watch your tape, they've all seen you do a scene now, which can be huge, right? Um, but yeah, you know, the other thing that's interesting thinking about auditioning, man, is you know, there's nerves involved and I totally get that. I get nervous for, for every audition that I have. Um, and, and it's weird cause there's kind of this dynamic of like, Oh, don't screw it up. And I got to go in there and really impress them. You know what I mean? Um, but what's so interesting to think about, man, is they, they genuinely want you to do so well. Like think about how easy it would be as a director. If somebody just walked in the room and did like they, they want someone to come in and go, Oh sweet. It's that one. I picked that one. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they want you to do well um, because it makes it easier for them. If you do well, do you know what I mean? Because they don't have to go, right. Oh, we didn't find anybody. What are we going to, you know, like they want, if they see 10 people in a day, whatever, I'm sure it's way more. Um, they want everyone to kill it. And so they can just like be like, wow, these are all great options. This is easy. We're going to find someone. So again, just talking about that opportunity, it's like, they they want you to do well and if you are very prepared and you know what you're doing and you're calm and you're confident you go in it's just an opportunity to to have a good audition for them do you know what i mean like it's not yeah it's, for sure it's not um it's not going to be like a make or break it's just like you've been given this opportunity and they're not all going to go <laughs> they're not definitely not all going to go well that's like one thing that is very um that's just the reality of auditioning. That is inevitable. Yeah. Um, and that's totally fine. Right. And it, remembering that's kind of nice too. Cause like it's, it's a balance because you want to be, you can't be so calm that you don't prepare. Like you need to be prepared. Right. When you go into an audition, but also just having that kind of thought that, you know, eh, if it goes bad, it doesn't matter. It's also important. I think a little bit, the balance of the two, because it kind of, it keeps your nerves in check. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's when luck and preparation meet, yeah. right? Oh yeah, I yeah. remember us talking about yeah, we, that. We've talked before. about that because it's um, you're like you were saying. There's just so many things that are out of your control, right? And that's that's what's so important about being prepared, which I think we've talked about before. Um, is that idea, right? That if the luck shows up, you have to have been prepared, or else it's not going to land. So if you get up, right? They they open your audition tape the producers and the director and everyone and the the producers or the writer, whoever, right? They're like, oh my God, this this guy looks exactly like what I had in my mind when I was writing this role. This is awesome. 
and then you start doing it and you don't have a good audition because you weren't prepared, then you're not going to get the role. Right. And that's, and that's kind of what we've definitely talked about that. It's like you have this opportunity and you want to kill it every time because then when it does happen where that luck is there, that they actually, they like the idea of seeing you in the, in the role you want to have been prepared so that the two things come together and it lands and you book the job, you know? Speaking of getting jobs, you got a role recently for the Hardy Boys, which is on Hulu. That's right. And what was it like uh, sort of getting into a role in a show that has been known for a long time as a series, of course? Yeah, um, that was interesting for sure. I I didn't have a, a huge... Like, I didn't have a, a, a whole lot of pressure on me, I didn't feel, um, in that role because my I wasn't, like, carrying the series or anything, right? Like, it was not a very big role. Um, it was it was a, a fun fun role, but it, it wasn't huge. But, um, you know, being a part of something like that, um, there's, I, there's a lot of pressure because so many people love what you're making already, you know? And uh, this happened when I did Dear Evan Hansen in Toronto, right? Like we got cast in the show and we were going to bring it to Toronto and so many people that came to see that show already knew everything about it and hadn't a lot of, a lot of people didn't, but a lot of, um, young people, um, too, I think, um, were already in love with all the characters. They knew all the music, they knew everything about it. Um, from, from like following it in New York or whatever. Right. So there's all this pressure because, um, people know they're they have an expectation right and there's you, like you this have preconceived to, exactly idea. yeah and that's i mean again with hardy boys like my the role that i played did not exist um previously and um and again i wasn't like carrying the series so it, i didn't feel a whole lot of pressure but you know and the guys i mean the um that play frank and joe like they're they're incredible both those guys um and they they killed it and the show is great um but I'm sure that they felt that pressure, you know, which is natural because um, you're kind of like, you're kind of messing with something that people love. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that I, I heard it actually from a lot of people when I would just, you know, they'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm working on this Hardy Boys thing. They'd be like, what? Why are they like, don't don't touch that. It's fine. Like, I love it the way it is. You know what I mean? What do you mean? And then I start explaining. And they're like, no, that's wrong. They're too. That's no. That, you know what I mean? And uh and there, there's pressure there too, but there's there's just nothing you can do about that. Like there's going to be people that watch it and hate the changes and there's going to be people that watch it and are really happily kind of surprised with the with the changes. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. You cannot please anyone. Exactly. Or everyone. Everyone. Yeah, you can't please anyone. You're, you're <laughs> no, not allowed to please allowed. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And that happened for sure. Like with when I did Dear Evan Hansen too, I played this role that a lot of people came to the show and knew like there, there were literally kids that would come to, uh, um, I'm sure there were people other than kids, but there, in my experience, there were these kids, a lot of them that would come to the stage door after and talk to us. And like, they knew all of the lines in the show. Like they, they literally, so you're like up there on stage and they're watching you and they know what you're going to say. Do you know what I mean? Which is weird. It's like, so they, they have that, that expectation, like we were just talking about. And, um, for a lot of, you know, a lot of people would come and be like, oh, you did it so like totally different than the last guy I saw. Like it was awesome. Like I love what you did. And then I'm sure they didn't tell me, but I'm sure that there was lots of people that were like, 
he didn't do it the way I like it and it sucked. You know what I mean? And, but there's just nothing you can do about that. But, um, right. But there is that pressure there. Um, but I don't, I mean, I didn't really sweat it too much. You know what I mean? Because you just got to do your thing and people, some people are going to like it. Some people aren't going to like it. And that's just what it is. But, but it, it is definitely true that when you're playing something or a part of a project like Hardy Boys, where there's this kind of love for the story, um, that already exists before you even get into the role. There's just like, of, of course there's going to be pressure, right. To, to do well, to meet expectations. Yeah. You don't want to disappoint anybody, but you'll that, never, uh, you'll never, please yeah, anyone, that, that will never, said. never work. That's, yeah. that's a, a mindset that will, that will trap us. Both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now this is the point in the podcast when I'm going to start getting selfish and ask, uh, about some, some directing techniques that, that you've experienced. So I would love for you to talk to me about, first of all, some things that directors have done with you where it's just clicked. Like they say something to you or they have a rehearsal with you and it just stuck with you. Do you have any stories? Yeah, I think, I mean, I'd have to think about that for sure. There's definitely like times where both have happened, right? Where you feel, you maybe feel like you don't really it's not quite there like it feels a little bit off you feel like you're not doing a good job or something and then the director comes in and says something where you go oh okay like that's awesome I get it like let's go I you know um and I think that usually um comes from just like really helpful conversations about the character without being too um invasive you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like, um, Definitely. if you kind of like, I don't know what's, and, and the other thing too, is a great director. They, they can tell when an actor is like, not sure. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't have to be like, Hey, you know, I don't really know what's happening in the scene, <laughs> which would be like a funny thing to say to the director. Or it, I feel, you know, like it doesn't feel right. Or what about this? I think they can, a, a good director can, will pick up on that. And, and, um, so that there doesn't have to be this awkward kind of like, I don't really like what's happening here. They'll, come in and say something you know and usually it's like you know I think about you're usually talking about the character like you don't really want a director to be like think of or like give me uh if you're trying to be sad like tell me the saddest thing that's ever happened to you <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like I'm obviously <laughs> exactly. not going to do that right now yeah like, obviously but you you want that help right but there's there's really helpful ways to uh communicate that without being like ex- you know bring up your trauma for me right now do you know what I mean um, and, and I think, um, I think another thing too is, um, just thinking about my personal experience, if I've had to be emotional or something, it's, uh, it, yeah, from my personal experience, I've definitely, um, found it really helpful when, when directors are, uh, they don't rush an actor a lot. Right. But at the same time, it's, you always have this like little thing in your mind where you want to make sure you're not being a diva. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to hold up the whole set and be like, I'm getting into character, but also, you know, it's hard sometimes. Like sometimes if you need to, um, you know, if you need to just be super emotional on cue, it's, it, it can be tough to like get there, you know? And, um, so, I mean, that being said, some good stories of acting technique or uh, director techniques that have been helpful for me, um, have just been like making sure that I feel um, comfortable at like, and that I have time to get into the role because if, if you feel like you're being rushed, it's, it's harder to get into certain, 
places. Do you know what I mean? Because that's happened as well too, where I felt like, um, where I felt like every, the, the, every, the director's just kind of like, you know, let's wrap it up here. Like we all want to go home, which is, which is fair, but it can, it can be hard because then you feel like if you're not comfortable, you're not going to have as good of a performance. You know what I mean? And, and then you think like, oh, well now if I screw up the take, we got to do it again. And everyone wants to leave. It's like, you just kind of, it's, then there's a lot of, there's a lot more pressure, you know? Yeah. That's a fine line for sure. Because obviously as we touched on before, everything's so fast paced. And I feel like if, when the director puts that in your head, that's kind of where your mind is at. And the other thing too, um, is, I mean, I know it's so hard because everyone always wants to be on schedule and stuff and it just doesn't happen on sets. Like, you know, everyone falls behind and whatever, but like I've had jobs where I have gotten my sides and we're shooting like three scenes and I learn all my lines and do the stuff and figure it all out. And I'm like, you know, in hair and makeup running them in my head and like I'm working on it in the trailer or whatever. <clears throat> and I, and I get there to shoot and the scene's just different. Yeah. That's an interesting dynamic too, because it's your face on the screen acting and when when you have a limited amount of time to prepare for it i feel like that kind of comes down on on you and not not so much the people that maybe are the result of it changing so that is interesting yeah yeah absolutely and i mean also i'm not talking about one or two word changes like obviously that's going to happen you know changing up how how a line is said or or whatever but like kind of the general idea of what's happening and the intentions are all the same, but like I'm talking about a, the, uh, like showing up and the scene being like literally just not the same at all, like totally different lines, to different stuff happening, like, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, just that's honestly like, crazy. And that's part of like, that, again, that, that doesn't happen in theater. Like when you show up to do a theater show, you've rehearsed it for however long and the lines are lines, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, uh, but on screen that happens and that's fine. That's like part of... Um, you know, like you really have to be able to adapt and kind of just like do whatever's happening, you know, because things happen really quickly. And and that's I think that's a skill, too, that I'm definitely still trying to develop is like being being flexible in that way, because because again, too, like we were talking about with the mindset, you know, when you're playing a role and you want to be comfortable and you don't want to be worried about screwing up. You you like if you sh prepped this whole scene and you, and you get down to set and they're like, we changed the whole scene you can't really let it freak you out because then like we were saying before, you're probably not going to perform as well. Right. You have to just kind of be like, okay, what, what are my lines? <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean? Like I was, you know, yeah, definitely in theater, the lines aren't going to change. Cause as you said, the audience knows them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. In exactly. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also, that's also tough too. Cause then there's the pressure of not messing up your lines. Cause, yeah. cause if they know the lines, they'll be like, Oh, he said the line wrong. You know? If, if they, if they like know what you're about to say, it's very interesting. Yeah. Another, th I mean, speaking of that comparison too, like, and just, you know, having to be emotional sometimes or that kind of thing. Um, and what's helpful with directors. It's really interesting to talk about that when talking about the difference between theater and film, right? Because again, it totally depends on the character you're playing, but if you need to go somewhere dark for example like you need you know you need to do something or like get into something that isn't or get to a place that's not that fun to be in <laughs> for the sake of an honest performance um if you do it on film you can like once you get the take you 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 can genuinely let go of it because you got the take do you know what i mean um 
like once it's shot, you move on and and you don't have to do it again. I mean, unless you're, it's a character where you're doing it every day. I mean, that's a lot, you know, and a, a lot of actors have done that and had a hard time. But like with screen, once it's done, it's actually done. But what's tough in theater, right, is that you have to do it eight times a week a lot of the time. And and it, it's, it's hard, right? Like it's hard to, I mean, theater's hard for that reason and for uh, like in many different ways, physically and mentally, whatever, having to always be able to, to do it, you know, and do your job like because you you're getting paid to do it like you you can't really have an off day like um I mean obviously you can but you you know what I mean it's like people paid to be there like you got to show up and know your lines and do your do your stuff you know um but it's hard man because like if you if you have to get into something like that and then just show up and do it every day like I think what I'm trying to say is that something I appreciate about screen is that you can do it and you can really give it a hundred percent and go there because you know that you get to come out of it. Do you know what I mean? Right. But with yeah. theater, it's a little bit like if I keep going to this place at 150% every day, I'm just going to be there all the time. Like my brain's not going to know the difference. You know what I mean? Like I got to be able to control like letting it, letting it go. And people say that with, with theater too. It's like, you got to not take it home with you. That's what, what, what you know what I mean? If you're playing like a tough role, it's like, make sure you don't take it home, but then you still got to go the next day and do it the next day. Even if you don't take it home, it's like, it's there the next morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah, definitely. Is there a certain instance where the director, I guess, let me reframe that question because I'm curious what the directors do in film specifically to help you give you that space to get into that place. Right. Yeah, I think I think that um I mean the first thing I think would be be very clear about what you what they want from an actor, right? Which is that um cuz like I was saying too like if <laughs> if you're trying to go to this really dark place and that's not what the scene needs, then that's hard too, right? Because you're you you're trying to do something that that's hard but unnecessary if that's not what the director needs you know what I mean and I think and usually it's pretty clear right um it's usually like if if there's good writing it's very clear how emotional the person is you know in that moment or whatever um but yeah like I, I honestly think the in my experience anyway the biggest thing has been has been the just the the calm and the space that the actor gets and being very like supportive in that way as opposed to let's let's go let's go like we got to go we got to move and um it's interesting because they you know as a director you know you watch directors and they're they basically have all these different casts right because they might they might be over like at the crew being like guys we're overtime like we got to go like let's go move that go we got to go faster we got to do it but then all of a sudden they come over to the actor and it's not like that do you know what i mean and i think that's important like i, I don't know why but i'm i've just one time that's coming to my head was doing Hardy Boys. There was this scene in a forest that was pretty emotional and it was the end of a day that was going quite well over time and you could just feel that um, just just the stress of like, you know, we need to get going here. Um, but um, I, ne- I felt so supported by everybody there and like I had time, even though I knew like we need to get going, <laughs> we need to get this take. I still knew that there was a lot of respect and support for like, take the time to get into this place like that's the most important thing is that we get the honest performance do you know what i mean um For sure and i think that um i mean 
like we were saying, sets got to move and they got to move fast. But I think that like the worst thing, <clears throat> I think the worst thing that a, a director could do if they're trying to get a performance out of someone quickly is put a lot of pressure on them. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's harder to get there when, when you feel like you're being pressured and rushed into it, you know? Yeah. So I guess there's definitely just not, not one answer when it comes to that because oh yeah there's so many factors yeah man yeah of course well i really just to clarify like i really enjoyed that scene that that you sent over from oh, yeah. party boys Thanks, yeah man. the the one you were referencing in the forest yeah it was awesome like was i fun. i feel as though you you don't really share a lot of that stuff with us like <laughs> verbally you do yeah. but you're never like hey man let's let's watch this yeah, no, I don't Which like is really watching int- it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so yeah. weird. And it's honestly, I'm not trying, like... That's so funny. I know, I know. And it's it's such a weird thing. And it's not... It's not even, like, a, a dramatic thing of, like, I can't see myself on the screen. Like, I, yeah. you know, and it's just, like, it's just too weird. It's just too weird. Like, I don't really... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not... And it's not that I won't or anything. I just don't... Like, I, I've never watched anything I've done by myself. So like if my parents, if it's on and my parents are like, you're on tonight, let's tune it on. We're all going to watch it. Like I'll do it. It's totally fine. But like I have no interest in just like watching what I've done on my own. I don't know if that's weird or not. Like, but I feel like I go and I do it and then like I don't really think about it again, to be honest. Right. I mean, you're, you're done everything you can do, Yeah. you know? So yeah. I think that's where that stems from. Yeah. But it's interesting when I see myself on screen or I'm watching something that I've made, I watch it yeah, totally. maybe 200 times yeah, and totally. analyze like well, what I could have done better. Oh yeah. And, and see, see, that's just watch it a million times. That's, that's the other thing is, I mean, I mean that being, that being said, when I say like, I don't really think about it, like I have, I have seen probably most things that I've done, like I've, I've watched a couple times for sure for that reason, because I, at the same time, even though I don't enjoy it, I do think it's important to watch and be like, okay, you know, what do you think? Like, what can you learn from doing this? But that's also, there's a balance there as well, because I'm, uh, really hard on myself about that kind of stuff. Um, which is, I think a good thing. And I think is fine, you know, because you want to push yourself to be better, but, um, it can be, some like I, I've watched an episode of something that like I'm a guest star in, for example, and I'm just like, that sucked. You know what I mean? So then it's that puts you not in a good place because it's not it's not necessarily true. You're just being critical of yourself. and You're like, oh, I should have done this. And like, oh, I had to take where I did this. Why didn't they use that? And like, do you know what I mean? So I think I think there's a balance where you, you want to watch your stuff and be like, OK, I want to learn from it and I want to be better. But also you don't want to be so critical that you that you like get yourself down, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that's something that, I mean, every artist will struggle with. Absolutely. It's always going to happen. Absolutely. But yeah, but, that's, you know, that's one thing, man, you said, uh, it's funny when you said just that I, I haven't, I don't really share that stuff with you guys because it's, um, it's funny that like how long it takes for to go from shooting something to it being out. Cause I'll, somebody like will text me and be like, Oh, I saw you on this. And I'm just thinking, I did that like 10 years ago it feels like do you know what I mean and they're like wow that's so cool you I saw you here or whatever and it's like yeah that just I forgot I did that you know what I mean it's so <laughs> funny um yeah and I feel like you've you've grown so much since that project you're kind of like uh don't don't watch that one <laughs> dude yes I've, I've definitely I've definitely talked to you about that because 
it's that's exactly what happens. People are like, I saw you on this. I'm like, really? That's like, ah, that's, <laughs> I swear I'm better than that. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I saw this thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh man, that was, I really hope that you watch something I've done more recently. Because that, do you know what I mean? And I, and I, I assume, I mean, I don't know, but that probably never stops. Right. Like, you know, I might think the, the most recent thing I've done is kind of the most developed thing uh, in my acting. But then, I mean, what I would hope is that in five years, I look back on something I did this year and go, oh man, I hope nobody watches that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm just, just hoping that, you know, I, I get better. Like I just want to be all getting better all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Definitely. But yeah, yeah. It's a funny thing for sure. Watching the other thing I, I want to talk to you about or kind of ask you about that's funny is uh, I also think there's this weird thing with, with watching your friends and stuff, right? Where I don't know. Maybe it's a hot take, man. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know if you know an actor personally that you can ever actually watch them and, and like 100% be like, f- like fully believe them 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like you can definitely watch them and, and, and think it was really good, genuinely, and that they did a good job. But like I just – if you sent over a movie that you were the star in and you it was like this crazy amazing performance – and it was like the best performance of an actor ever in the whole world, which I'm sure it would be. Um, <laughs> I just, I like, I know you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't just turn off like the years of memories I have and like knowing you as a person. So I don't know. I just wonder if you like when you watch that stuff that, you know, I don't know, like that scene you were talking about. Um, I think it's interesting because like you probably can't fully turn off the fact that you're like, oh, I know. Like you probably think I'm just going to like crack a joke halfway through the scene because that's like what you think I do you know what I mean it's like you can't just turn off that experience you can't critically analyze someone like that that you know and to draw a comparison there uh in the industry with 1917 I heard that they they hired actors that weren't well known I mean now they are for sure but I think that really adds to the the story and sells sells their characters because there are so many people in that scenario that people didn't know. And I think that was very important and a really good uh, directorial decision to make. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, and it, like we're saying, it can happen with celebrities too, where people think of a celebrity as being a certain way or a certain role or whatever. So it's hard to see them play something. You know, what always comes to mind for me is like, um, everyone in the office, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, you can't watch any of them do anything and not just be like, you're, you're the character from the office. Do you know what I mean? Which is, which is, you know, a blessing and a curse, I'm sure. But, um, and then that definitely happens, but yeah. And I think it's weird too. It's kind of the same principle I'm talking about with knowing, you know, knowing, I think what I'm saying too, is just one of the reasons that I don't really like send stuff over to you guys and be like, yo, my, I'm on this tonight. You should watch is cause like, it's hard to, I, I just think it's like, there's no way that anyone can really fully watch it and be like you know, I believed you a hundred percent because you just, you know me, do you know what I mean? You know, it's not me, which is a, which is a really w- weird thing with acting. It's an interesting thing, but I feel like when I do something and like plays on TV or it's on a streaming service or whatever, like what I'm, what I'm thinking about is all the people that are watching it and hopefully believing me that, that don't know me at all. Like I want people to like watch it and just not even think twice about it being a real person. Do you know what I mean? For sure. And I think that's, that's, interesting because it's it might draw an interesting dynamic between me 
directing you yeah, as an totally, actor totally. Uh, in the future, which is going to happen. You know, we're going to keep making movies. Of course, man. And uh, yeah, I wonder if that, we're going to have to find out, but I wonder if that's going to affect like my decision making and our totally. relationship. Well, yeah, as... it's interesting. And you think there's, there's a lot of big people like in, in Hollywood, you know, that have those, they have like their clicks and they just make, you yeah. know, you, you think about like Tarantino or like even like, you know, Seth Rogen and, and he has like five people and they just make movies. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, and they obviously know each other and, and same with Tarantino. It's like, you know, those guys, they all obviously, they know those actors that they hire personally because you've seen they've made tons of movies together so they you know they're they work together but they're also friends and and i think it's definitely it's it's interesting in that in that way like um comparing like you were saying the director actor relationship if you're friends you know if that if that affects like that dynamic the same way it would you know somebody watching an actor that they know well, we'll have to talk about it in 10 years Dude, on my podcast. Let's do uh, it. After after we make a few features or something. That's right. Yeah, that's the goal anyway. Yeah, I'm down. I'm very yeah. down. Well, I feel like I've definitely learned a lot. I know that we're going to have more of these conversations. Yeah, Not man. recording the podcast as well, but <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. dude, thank you so much for Thanks doing for this. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, this is going to be a cool thing, I think, to, to watch you kind of grow doing this and have people yeah. on and chat. And it'll be cool, too. We should we should talk again um, in like a year and see. I bet you will have totally it. different opinions. <laughs> it's totally possible. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Thanks for having Thanks me, bro. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, it was great. It was great, dude. <laughs> I'll see you soon, hopefully. <laughs>